Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. A Saskatchewan farmer has won a major award at the World Gin Competition in London, England. Saskatoon's Black Fox Farm and distillery owner John Cote has won the Best Cask Gin Award. He grows 90% of the ingredients used in the award-winning product, which includes triticale, a cross between wheat and rye grain. Saskatchewan has got to be the best place in the world to run a distillery because you have access to the best ingredients. So it's it's a little bit of an unknown secret like to farmers, but the greens that we grow here, actually the farther north that you grow things, the more flavor they tend to have. And this gets to be really exciting like for in the distilling industry because they, they seek out you know, like rye from Saskatchewan because they know it's going to taste really good. And so now we've got access to all these things. So on our farm, we're growing rye and triticale and all these ingredients that we can use. And we kind of start with the best ingredients. So then it's not a real stretch to producing some really nice spirits from it. But gin is usually known for being made from juniper berries. What ingredients do you use to become an award-winning product? Well, we use the the rules are that the main flavor that you taste, like like the main flavoring ingredient, is is juniper. But it's it's much more than juniper. You have to balance everything out, and that's the grain that you start with when you're making the spirit. Typically, gin today is made with the same product that you would get out of a fuel ethanol plant, so something that's been really really refined. But traditionally, it's always been made with something that would be more akin to whiskey almost. And it's those flavors that you build on. And so we, we take that, we combine the juniper berries with it, and then we're growing, you know, prairie-type things like choke cherries and rhubarb and calendula flowers that we grow on the farm. And all these different ingredients make it something spectacular. So local flowers, local berries, you put in this product and, and, and it's still considered a gin. Absolutely. So we grow 90% of the ingredients here in our, on our little farm. And some of the things like lemon peel and stuff, obviously we're not going to be able to grow here, but it's amazing what you can grow here. I understand your background is you're a grain farmer. How did you decide to go into the distillery business? We had uh, we had taken over the family farm 30 years ago, and uh, we continued on that vein. Part, grain farming was very good to us. But we had taken a couple of years off where we had done a lot of traveling around the world, working in agriculture and different continents and and doing all that and we went back grain farming we had seen so many different ways that you can do farming we kind of said well you know what for the next generation there's probably more opportunity if we can create a farm that's more directly connected to the customer so that led us to selling the family farm that we had farmed for three generations and buying a new farm closer to the city where we had access to more customers and then from that sprang a distillery and so how are sales? Very good. No, we're, we're very happy. We're one of the only distilleries in the province that make everything right from scratch. In fact, probably one of the only distilleries in, in, in Canada that do it this way. And once that gets out there, there's those, that group of people, the aficionados that are, you know, collecting spirits, you know, like beautiful spirits from around the world. They're, they're seeking us out and, and it's going quite well. So gin is known as a British drink. It comes from Britain originally. It's the one thing that is quintessentially British. You take your best cask of gin to the World Gin Awards in London, UK, and win. That's phenomenal. That's got to be cool, right? And that's why we sent it there is because we figured that, well, if anybody knows gin, it's got to be the fellows from England, right? 
and they've drank gin for a long time. And if they say it's good, I'm, I'm, I tend to I tend to agree with them. What does your gin taste like? This particular gin is it's quite it's very unique. So cast gin, just to give you a little bit of background, at one time gin was moved around the world in wooden containers, and so it just naturally picked up these flavors. So this is what we're trying to recreate here. And so when you taste it, you, you smell when you, tasting is mostly about smell. And when you smell it, you, you smell the wood and the vanilla that it's extracted from the from the barrel and the juniper. And it's it's just it's a almost an overwhelming experience right there. And then when you taste it, you taste you definitely taste the juniper and that freshness that's coming in. And then it it kind of mellows off and you taste the wood and the smoke and the and the vanilla coming out of the out of the wood what's next you know i think right now we've been a little bit overwhelmed with the response on this so i think uh, we're sold out of this product like on the wholesale side that we're taking orders into august already so i have a feeling our our summer is going to be pretty busy we're going to start planting here next week and they you know judge uh, depending on the crop and the quality and all that kind of stuff we'll see what next year's supply is going to be like and we'll go from there john cote is the owner of saskatoon's black fox farm and distillery and winner of the best cask gin award in london england the hudson bay root association will hold its annual general meeting later this week in swan river eldon boone farms near verdon manitoba and is the president of the hudson bay root association the tenuous future of the port of churchill and the rail line serving the community will dominate the meeting Omnitrax, the owner of the port and the rail line, announced back in December 2015 that an agreement in principle had been reached with a group of northern Manitoba First Nations to purchase the port and the rail line. But there's been a wall of silence since then. We're still in a situation here with uh, this potential sale with Omnitrax. hasn't happened yet, so that's uh, the detrimental impact of the whole gateway is, uh, is a real concern going forward. You know, we're trying to uh, move this uh, this whole situation forward here, but it's been kind of a, you know, it's just really been frustrating to try and get things done here. We, we just can't seem to have too much communication with, with Omnitrax on this. Boone says the situation is extremely frustrating, particularly for the local communities, farmers, and business. He says the presentation scheduled for the Hudson Bay Route Association will address the issues of transportation and northern economic development. We're going to have Chuck Davidson, president of the Manitoba Chamber of Commerce, and he's also a co-chair with the, it's called Look North. It's a strategy that the Manitoba government had put forward here back in February looking to improve the economic situation in Manitoba's north. And also Chief uh, Christian Sinclair, he's Chief of OCN. Uh, He's also co-chair of that strategy. He's going to be at our convention. And uh, Milt Miller, who is President and uh, CEO of Providence Green, who has been a a shipper through the Port of Churchill in the past, so he's going to be at our convention also. Terry Talleran, he's the chairman of the Shortline Rail Association, is also presenting. And Mayor Spence uh, of Churchill, and uh, he's a lead on uh, a group called One North, who is uh, vying for this these assets also. And Chief Christian Sinclair is also uh, is uh, tandem tandeming with with Mike on this also. 
Boone says they're still in the dark on the status of the agreement and principle reached with the Matthias Colomb First Nation back in 2015 to purchase the Port of Churchill and the rail line from Omnitrax. The uh, Matthias Colomb group, Ireland's group there, we, we have had uh, communications with Ireland back uh, late last fall, but that seems to be fairly quiet right now too, so... Um, you know, Chief Sinclair, we were communicating, uh, our association has communications with him, so, but that's, you know, there's this other group is uh, out there and, and wanting to do do business with Omnitrax, but that uh, doesn't seem to be on the, on the radar at this point in time, so, which is unfortunate because uh, as time goes on, we're probably going to struggle having a shipping season here in 2017 now with the uh, with nothing happening at this point in time. So. The port of Churchill isn't being utilized, but Boone says the rail line is being maintained. Heldon Boone is president of the Hudson Bay Route Association. The group holds its annual general meeting April 21st, that's Friday, at the Westwood Inn in Swan River. You can register on the Hudson Bay Route Association website. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 690 at 491.40. Oats rose 223 at 155.11. Number one red spring wheat fell 363 at 226.39. The rest were unchanged. Durham 267.46. Feed barley 124.14. Flax 484.02. Yellow peas three hundred twenty-one dollars. Feed wheat one thirty-six forty-eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was down two and a quarter cents at five twenty-eight a bushel. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock quotations. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards for CKRM Radio on location in Saskatoon. Looking at cattle again today. All the cow market very bullish last week. Cow market average is up. It averages $1.450 on every cow sold through the sale. That includes the 20 centers that should have been retired a year ago and the $1.15 super hard kill cows. We had 500 in the Tuesday sale. Those numbers keep on coming and definitely higher than it has been in years gone by. And now we will be moving into the cows that have lost calves. So certainly the cow sell-off continues. Thursday, the calf sale, we had 1,500 head of cattle in the sale. On Thursday, the eight-weight steers were announcedly higher they trade from 178 to 185. The rest of the market you'd call pretty much steady. The 7 to 750 weights at 190 to 197. 670 weight steers at 207. The 600 pounders at 217. The 550s at 233. Into the heifer trade, the breeding quality heifers trade in a range from 1250 to $1,400. The 7 to 750 weight heifers, 172 to 178. 670s at $1.80. The 600 pounders at 187. Certainly, those grasser heifers look like maybe better property than the steers that are bringing 217. The 550 weight heifers, 195 to 197, 470 weight heifers at 204. That's the way it is in cattle country, Heartland Swift Current. The Saskatchewan pork prices are unavailable today. Coming up, the farm weather forecast.